Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Listen in as we uncover hidden treasure. Now, here's Ray. Welcome to Mining the Truth. I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're taking a look at spiritual warfare, and today we'll take another look at the helmet of salvation. As we saw last time, the helmet of salvation protects the thinking part of our souls. When our thoughts are protected by the fact that salvation is found only in Jesus, Satan's attacks on the surety of our salvation bounce off our souls as if we wore a helmet. But there's more to salvation than being eternally pardoned. There's a practical side to salvation that happens to our souls as we receive the redemptive work of Christ living inside of our hearts. Romans 5.10 says, For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. This passage is talking about being saved by the life of Christ after we've been reconciled. In other words, after we've been reconciled to God or saved, we then experience another salvation through the very life of Christ. It's a practical salvation that is a natural result of our spiritual salvation. In other words, the same resurrected life of Christ that saves us for all eternity also saves or delivers us while we're here on earth. It's a kind of double salvation. Paul words it this way in a couple of more passages in Romans. Romans 8:11 says, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Romans 5:7 says, For if by the transgression of the one death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in the life through the one, Jesus Christ. It is a redemptive process where Christ starts to transform us into His very image through His life dwelling inside of us, meaning His character gets formed in us. But we're not passive in the process. We have to sign on by faith for this very saving of our souls in time. It's part of the battle because the demonic realm will fight tooth and nail to prevent this from happening to each one of us. This process is the biggest threat to the demonic realm and God's number one priority for each one of us. Romans 8.29 says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. It's God's destiny for each one of us who have followed Christ into salvation to follow Him in the conforming process. Salvation begets salvation. By trusting in Christ for eternal salvation, we now understand the process by which our souls are saved in time. Paul tells us, as you were saved, so walk. We had to set aside our flesh strategies and thoughts to receive Christ as the truth, and that's the same way our soul gets transformed in time. In closing, Let's put on the helmet of salvation and know for certain that we can have confidence that the same Jesus who saves us eternally offers us the chance to experience being saved in time. But we'll have to set aside our own self-centered pursuit of life to receive it, and we'll have to stand against the demonic realm when they attack our thoughts. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.